0: I'm not strange. Weird. I'm not strange. Or crazy. I'm not. Strange. My reality crazy, is just weird. different than strange. yours. If you believe in me, I'll believe in you. Is that a bargain? Hello everybody. This is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Hey everybody, and I am back today, and I am cruising. I'm taking a little bit of a different route, kind of mixing it up that way. Uh, You know, if maybe people kind of constantly see me in certain areas, maybe it might raise a little suspicion when I'm dropping off uh, these packages. So, taking an alternate route today, which was really, really beautiful. I got to see some really cool old towns, uh, small, small town type stuff, and uh, wow, yeah, Uh, you'd be surprised, uh, and I do, I do uh, like vacation as well, uh, like travel agency, and you would be surprised on the things that you can do within a couple hundred miles of, of where you live, and you know, there's a lot of history, and A lot of history in these smaller towns that I think, in my opinion, is is actually being lost. Um, For example, uh, uh, okay, the town that I grew up in has a picnic every weekend. Well, or not every weekend. It's a, a picnic once a year on the weekend. Now, generally, this last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I, growing up as a kid, I thought, man, this is, this is really cool. You know, it's you know, people come from all over and hang out, and you know, they cook off. Uh, used to we used to do carp sandwiches. We used to do burgoo, and uh, you know, just other stuff like that. And everybody got together. Everybody had a good time. They had a dance. Um, you know, met my first, <laughs> my first girlfriend. My real, truly like girlfriend. Uh, I think it was in, I was in the seventh grade and, uh, yeah, she was in the uh, sixth grade. Her name was Dawn. And, uh, of course I, you know, really kind of screwed that one up too. So, (laughs) but I mean, it was, it was, it was, you know, kid stuff. Um, but anyway, the picnic that, uh, that, that I'm talking about lasted for three days. Now, as I got older, I, you know, why did why did we start this? Why did we do this? You know, and come to find out that the original picnic that was being held was a Ku Klux Klan rally that was being held once a year back in the late 1800s, if you will, early 1900s. So the KKK would all get together and they would hang out in my town, and uh, you know, I guess discuss. Stuff, <laughs> and uh, which was really, really odd. I mean, uh, I always knew that the town was uh, was a bit racist back in the day. I don't, I don't think it's like that anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so history is really kind of forgotten. Um, you know, so these towns that I'm going through, you know, there's statues of people. There's, you know, these parks and. I mean I guess they're getting kind of run down a little bit but you know the, these parks have statues of people and, and stuff in there and there is history here uh, towns that were created in like 1835 uh, which you know pre-Civil War time uh, antebellum type stuff and it uh yeah so people don't realize what kind of history they have um You know, uh, I I used to go back to a little town called Quincy, uh, where where I grew up at uh, when I was a a younger child, and Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln and uh, Douglas actually had some pretty fierce debates there, and so Quincy was always, always on, you know, the map back in the day. Uh, Matter of fact, Ronald Reagan was actually in Quincy. Uh, back in back in the eighties, uh, so that was kind of neat and or maybe seventies I don't uh, it was when he was running for president, so it would have been the eighties and anyway, my dad actually got to be on his uh, protection detail. Uh, I didn't know this at the time because I was like you know eleven, ten, whatever and uh, but I you know talking to my dad that's a, that's a little history, right? And, you know, so, I mean, we forget a lot of history now. A lot of things get forgotten. And I think I think it was Nietzsche said, those that cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Okay? Which is so true. And I think, uh, you know, we don't remember the past. And, you know, I mean, with, the, like, the Romans, the British... Uh, the Greeks, you know, the, the, the Huns, and I mean, every empire and stuff like that. I mean, we, as the United States, are going to be headed for, you know, a, a disastrous time, I think. So, we need to really kind of study our history. Now, I really enjoy local history, small town history, that type of stuff. And it, it's, it's a little difficult uh, to, to kind of root it out now. But, okay, um, I was traveling uh, around Quincy and I found a town, I believe it was called Louisiana, Missouri, all right, tiny town. This town's big claim to fame is it had a World War II, yes, World War II prisoner of war camp. This is where they put the Italians, okay, and I talked to a, a, a really old lady and she says she remembers as a girl living in this town that every sunday they would take the take the italians to the catholic church they would walk them down the street and i mean there was like no problem you know uh you know they didn't try to escape i mean you know it, it just did it, it was really kind of neat hearing this lady and her stories about you know world war ii and stuff uh and the, and the prisoners of war there. So, which, you know, raises a lot of different questions. Why did we have Italians in, you know, central United States that we captured in probably Italy and we brought them here? Uh, not very logistically smart, I would say. And anyway. But, yeah. So, you know, people, the thing thing that, uh, you know, is, is really kind of neat is, like I said, within a couple hundred miles of where you live, there is all kinds of, of neat things to find out. Uh, we used to, me and the wife, we actually used to go and travel to find stuff, um, to find stuff that was uh, close by. And sometimes we did. Sometimes we, you know, we, we went to a, a place called Lettington, Missouri. Civil War battle there. Huge. Uh, because of the lead mines so you know that was kind of neat and uh, you know I mean we've done we've done a lot of different so hell we went to Jamestown uh, years ago uh, which was I thought really neat because I was watching these guys they were doing a archaeological dig and these guys I, I actually was right there when they pulled a piece of a pipe out of the ground from like 1682 or something like that the guy knew the mark on the pipe and knew exactly where it was made and when it was made I mean he you know I mean I was like wow that's pretty neat I just saw you know this guy did I mean he was probably three four foot down found a chunk of a clay pipe and I thought that was really neat so people there is a lot to do around where you're at uh it's kind of kind of really cool and, you know, again, it's history. Now, the thing about forgetting history and our past and, and stuff we're supposed to know. Um, okay, I joined the Masonic Lodge back in, damn, 1993, I think. I'd have to look. Uh, but anyway, I joined the Masonic Lodge, and I joined, you know, for the, you know, belief that this is what the Masons do, this is, uh, you know, they help each other out, you know, they, you know, the rich and the poor, and there was no status, or, you know, there was no, you know, hey, I'm the mayor of the town, or hey, I'm, you know, this, and, you know, you're just a lowly whatever, you know, no, it was, everybody was, was, you know, together, and they, they treated each other as equals, so, I was like, man, this is really cool. I could do, I could help out and, you know, do stuff that would be pretty, pretty cool. Uh, you know, help out people. And, you know, the thing about the, the Blue Lodge that I was in was that uh, nobody knew anything. I mean they knew the handshakes they knew you know how to how to conduct a meeting and and stuff like that but they didn't know why they didn't know the history of this I mean of course they knew that you know George Washington was one of the first Masons in the United States you know blah 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 that type of stuff okay so but there is a lot more to the Masonic belief and the Masonic uh, lore if you will and, no, I, I got very little answers from it. I mean, I was really disheartened uh, because, you know, it's like uh, there's, there's certain objects, certain, you know, certain symbols and stuff like that. And I'm like, why? You know, what, what does this mean? And people would be like, you know, I don't know. And these were the older guys, you know. I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, my God, you know, what a waste of time for these people to get together and not know the history. Uh, you know, so I've, I've tried, I found one guy that really kind of knew his shit about Masonic, and his name was Ken. He's from Washington, D.C. And I mean, he knew his shit, but he was very guarded with the information, which I kind of thought was neat too. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I tried to learn as much as I could a lot of the stuff that he was talking was well above my mental capacity, uh, so a lot of the information was lost on me, so to speak, and yeah, so anyway, if uh, if anybody is in the Masons as well, I would love to get in touch with you and, and actually talk about stuff uh, that... Uh, you know, we can talk about and find out a little bit about the history of the Masonics because I'm, I'm, I'm I'm afraid that the history of the Masons is, is, is going to be a lost art. Yeah. You can go through the damn motions, but if you don't know why you're doing it, it's kind of pointless, you know, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, Uh, Another one is the Rosicrucians. Uh, A lot of people don't even know who the Rosicrucians are or what they do. And now these are the people that have been responsible for creating the Farmer's Almanac years ago. They knew things in advance through whatever sources that they had, and they would create the Farmer's Almanac by basically astronomy and astrology. All right. Now the Rosicrucians. uh, for those that don't know, it are like a a, a a break off, if or a bastard child of the Catholic Church. Now these are really kind of Catholics, but they the Catholic Church doesn't claim them, and I don't know if they actually claim the Catholic Church because their stuff is hocus pocus. It's you know astronomy, astrology, predicting the future type stuff, which they're pretty damn good. Benjamin Franklin was one of these. And was able to, uh, you know, create the Farmer's Almanac, if you will. Poor Richard's Almanac, I think. And, yeah, so, I, you know, again, history. History is being forgotten. Uh, I did actually find a Rosicrucian in St. Louis uh, order, if you will. And I called them. And basically, got told, don't ever call here again. You're an idiot. Leave us alone. And I mean, that was basically the gist of the conversation. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So, yeah, it's kind of neat. Let me double check, make sure that I am still operating. Okay, I am. Good. What the hell? Why is it stuck on 1408? Hmm, this is crazy. Areas, maybe it might raise a little suspicion when I'm dropping off. Yeah, so I don't understand my timer is like stuck on 1408. Probably because I'm talking about shit I'm not supposed to be talking about. So I'm really kind of hoping this is recording and I will find out later. Uh, yeah, right now, I have the vehicle I have to deliver my product, if you will, actually the AC is broken. So I've been riding today, the window's down, and it has been one of these hot, muggy days so i am covered with this really thick body funk if you will uh i don't believe my deodorant survived and i mean i am just one greasy nasty pos right now so anyway ugh, yeah i hope you guys are listening to these and i i really kind of hope that you guys uh you know, are, are, are enjoying these, I guess, uh, to the best, you know, that you can. And I know they're only 30 minutes long, but, uh, you know, and it really does kind of, you know, kind of feel good to actually get out and talk about some things and hopefully maybe enlighten people a little, a little bit, maybe. and uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I tell you what, seriously, if you do enjoy these, uh, pass this along, copy the link, and say, hey, you know, this, this guy's a fucking idiot, or, hey, this guy is, you know, he's funny, or, man, he's got some insights into some weird shit, or whatever, but pass it along, share it, if you will, please, that would be just freaking great, uh, I do, I do have a, a, a bit of a following, and I thank all of you people for that, and, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I, I didn't even advertise, and I had you know x amount of listeners already uh, with you know last couple of episodes I've done, and I, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, feedback would be great too. And I mean, you can comment. You can you can uh, you know shoot me a, a message on on Facebook. You can uh, Twitter uh, under or the under uh, unbeaten underscore path, or, path, no, a path, sorry, path underscore unbeaten, that's my Twitter account, you can get on there, you can message me, it's cool, I don't care, just no, no dick pics, please, right, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, do that, share this, and, uh, you know, let's, uh, you know, I'm really kind of planning something for next year. Uh, so, if anybody might be interested in that, let me know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check in, in a little area in in Missouri, actually, and see about getting uh, some campsites, maybe some cabins reserved, and we can kind of have like a gathering of you know like minded individuals, kind of hang out, drink some drink some brew, and. You know just hang out and have a good time uh you know bring bring family you know uh whatever and you know i, I mean uh, the Childerberg experience was phenomenal it was great and i would really like to duplicate that also kind of up here kind of around the labor day weekend type so again if you are if you're interested in maybe doing something like this and everybody can get together and hang out and you know, we can just talk about podcast stuff, or hell, we can talk about you know, I don't care politics as long as it's civil, right? And we can uh, we can do all this stuff, and I think it'd be a good time. You know, maybe um, Labor Day, maybe we could have some fires, kind of kick around, watch uh, watch the fire a little bit, listen to some tunes, and uh, you know, maybe get some meat or you know, some homemade wine type stuff, and. You know, people could bring food, we can do all the food, and just, I mean, wow, what a, what a really cool concept, right? Schilderberg really opened my eyes to this. So, anyway, I, I appreciate that if anybody would would comment, and uh, we can talk about it, and, you know, discuss, you know, thoughts and, and stuff like that. My God, I am freaking covered in sweat right now, because I've got the windows up, because if I didn't, then you wouldn't be able to really hear me, and it would be, uh, yeah, it would be a shit recording, even though I, I do know that the sound quality right now is degraded because I am using a cell phone, and I am driving, so I've got one hand on the steering wheel, one hand on the cell phone, and just cruising right along, doing about 70 miles an hour, yeah, I'm heading to St. Louis right now, woohoo, so, anyway. And, uh, yeah, I'll reload tomorrow and hit, head back out on, the, uh, head back out on the road again. And, you know, I, I, today, today was, uh, a lot of thoughts and a lot of consideration about death, death and religion. Uh, you know, what happens when we die? So hopefully I'll think about that a little bit more tomorrow, maybe get some thoughts together and, you know, do all that. that I think that would be kind of neat. Um. Uh, you know, to kind of discuss, and, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, so, <laughs> just uh, my insanity running rampant, right, yeah. oh, what the hell is this shit, come on, people, damn, damn, three vehicles, nice, all right, anyway, um, like I said, it's a good day, just, it's hot, it's muggy. I've got the windows up and I am, I am cooking in this, uh, in this vehicle. So, yeah. But anyway, hey, I'm going to cut this one short because I have no idea if it's even fucking recording, and I'm going to be pissed if it didn't, because I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this little talk today. Holy shit, dude! I'm doing 70 miles an hour, and you're going to pass me like I'm a bitch. Wow. Okay. Um, so yeah yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and shut this down and see if I can get this published maybe tonight and you know what thank you for listening thank you for uh, taking the time and uh, wow you're just going to fly up on that school bus aren't you Okay. anyway so yeah traffic's getting stupid right now everybody I guess is trying to race home and so anyway talk to you all later Y'all have a great day, be kind, make good decisions, bye. Hey, one thing I did want to talk about, and yes, I've got the damn window down, is that, uh, you know, I've noticed uh, a lot of my driving time here, a lot of my windshield time, the police, and which is going to be probably a whole nother episode, uh, the police actually have been breaking the law if you will I mean I don't agree with the law uh, okay let's take speeding for example now granted I think you should be responsible for your vehicle so if you are speeding and you do wreck uh, damage property or hurt somebody well, guess what you should be held responsible for that now if you are speeding and you are not causing any Issue, okay. Then why is it that you should be able to be pulled over, harassed, and ticketed and fined, okay? So that's that's bullshit. Um, okay, like the seatbelt thing, right? If so, if a cop sees me without seeing without my seatbelt being on, okay, I get a ticket and I owe the county, city, state, whatever it is, money for not wearing a seatbelt in my privately owned vehicle. Now, I know this is an old, old uh, battle. You know, and I remember when seatbelts became a thing. So, but I mean, okay, like with helmets, motorci- I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in motorcycle helmets. And, and I'm a firm believer in seatbelts, okay? I, I agree that Hey, they can protect you uh, the chances of are you getting pinned in a vehicle and not being able to get out because of a seatbelt are ridiculously ridiculously low okay but getting in a wreck and not having your seatbelt on well i mean' I've, I've known a lot of people that's been killed because they did not have their seatbelt on i've never I've never known anybody that got killed while wearing a seatbelt, unless it was like some horrific crash, Uh, you know, now I've known people, a lot of, uh, a lot of friends of mine, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, police officers, you know, because they don't have to wear a seatbelt, because, you know, they can snag up on their gun belt, and, you know, that type of stuff, and, you know, so they don't have to wear a seatbelt, and, Cops can, it is legal for them to sit and talk on their phone and text and play on their computer while they are driving. All right. So, you know, I mean, but, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, so to speak, right? I think that uh, people should be able to uh, do what they want. Now, if I'm not wearing my seatbelt because I feel like that seatbelt is an infringement of my personal space. And I get in a wreck and I get hurt. Well, you know who I've got to blame? Me. Okay, same thing with motorcycle helmets. If you don't want to wear a motorcycle helmet, be down, dude. You know, but I'm telling you, you know, okay. So, but if you get in a motorcycle wreck and you get your head blasted, so you're either a vegetable or you're dead because you didn't have a motorcycle helmet on, well, guess what? That's your fault. It's nobody's fault but yours. You know, now, I've known a lot of guys... Okay, there's only two types of motorcycle riders out there, and I will debate this every day with anybody. There are two types of motorcycle riders, those that have wrecked and those that are going to. I mean, I, I, know, I knew the guy that, you know, went to all the safety classes and he practiced, you know, 100% safety, still ended up in a wreck you know no fault of, i mean he had helmet on and you know he he just hit some gravel and you know that and he lost control of his bike and he ended up in a wreck he got he got hurt a little bit but because of his safety equipment that he had on he was okay i knew a, i knew another guy that was cruising along of course he had one of those crotch rockets and i mean he wore full gear boots kevlar knee pads kevlar elbow pads you know shoulder stuff uh, helmet gloves that were you know just incredible and now this guy was doing 60 70 miles an hour had a blowout front tire blowout it dropped him he rolled got up and walked away from it without a scratch because of his safety equipment he said he was sore you know, from, from, you know, the, the impact and stuff like that, but no broken bones, no, you know, no road hamburger arm or, you know, legs or back or something and walked away, you know, from, from a pretty horrific wreck, you know, so there's things that you cannot control and I get that, but I mean, if we're going to say, Hey, in certain states you've got to wear a helmet why not say in certain states you've got to wear full body armor right I mean this is where we're going to people but like I said my belief I think that you should do what you want in that sense but if you cause property damage if you cause uh, you know harm to somebody else or you cause harm to yourself it is your responsibility period Now, if I'm cruising along on a motorcycle and, you know, I've got my gear on and I'm cruising along, which, or whatever, if I don't, and some fucking idiot out there is mowing his yard and blowing all the grass clippings out into the highway, which pisses me off and I don't even ride a bike anymore. Because when a motorcycle hits some grass clippings like that, it's like hitting a sheet of snot. Like uh, it's really kind of slick. It's it's wet <clears throat> and very very dangerous for motorcycle riders. So if you see somebody out there blowing their grass clippings out of the highway, please stop and let them know that they're a fucking idiot and to get that shit off the highway. You know. Also get on social media and kind of alert motorcycle riders, saying, "Hey, look, this guy at uh, you know." 840 Highway ZZQ, you know, is uh, blowing grass out in the highway. Please be careful. And if you want to come by and say fuck you, please do. You know, I, I think that, uh, that I think that should be done. So, and if somebody wrecked, I'm telling you, I think that uh, I think whoever cut that grass and blew it out in the highway ought to be responsible. You know, I just that's my opinion. But anyway, I think this, this gets me pretty close to my 30 minute, and I'm going to talk more about the cops, uh, you know, speeding and not really giving a shit about the laws that they have to enforce. So anyway, hey, talk to y'all later again. Bye. Thank you, everybody. This has been Craig with The Unbeaten Path. Have a great day. It is of no use going back, to, no yesterday use yesterday. Going back to yesterday because we were different people. Because we were different, different people Begin at the beginning. It is